is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hello, friends. Hey, how is everybody doing today? Wednesday. Hope you're all right. Hope nobody got hit by lightning this morning. And thanks for tuning in. This is the Workday Red Zone. Coming at you from 95.3 The Ticket and several other places on your radio dial across the Ticket Radio Network. Uh, you can also, of course, reminder, tune in online at 953theticket.com and take us with you on the go by downloading the TuneIn app and searching for KNEA. Very easy to get in touch with the program if you're one of the four humans out there that's not a telemarketer that still uses the phone. We're at 870-930-3776. In addition to that, you can chat with us online. Facebook.com slash the ticket radio is one place to find us on social media. And then additionally, I am on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. You can find today's questions plural. By using the hashtag WDRZ. I'm Kara Ritchie. Uh, not joined in studio today by Keith Meredith. He's a little bit under the weather. He'll be back with us tomorrow, fingers crossed. But here producing today for the full duration, Ryan James. I was just wondering that. I was just yeah. about to ask. It seemed like uh, we were missing someone here today in the ticket. Yeah, but that's all right. He'll be, uh, again, fingers crossed, he'll be back here yeah, with us tomorrow. Sure. So we certainly yeah. hope that Best that is wishes. the case. Best wishes. Uh, what do we got going on today? Well, part of our Calmer Solutions A-State update, uh, we're going to continue to share some audio with you from A-State men's basketball coach Brian Hodson. As uh, we've got still a, a lot more to dive into in regards to some of the clips he made in his Q&A session with the media back on Monday. Uh, we've still got <laughs> scheduling to hear about, uh, assembling that roster to hear about. A lengthy, a lengthy answer on analytics that we'll share with you later on in the program. So we've got quite a few clips that I want to get to today with that. And uh, that'll be sprinkled in both in this hour and uh, one clip in the one o'clock hour as well. Uh, some headlines quickly and then we'll get to the CavanaughCars.com question. Of course, yesterday postseason honors rolling in for A-State Baseball's Brandon Hager, who earned second team. American Baseball Coaches Association, Rawlings All-South Region Honors, again announced yesterday. The power-hitting first baseman becomes A-State's first all-region selection since Kyle McDonald's first team honor in 2018. Hager led the Red Wolves in just about anything you could lead the team uh, for, team on at the plate. Uh, batting average, home runs, RBI, several additional statistical categories elsewhere a couple of honorees for the hogs as well arkansas pitcher hagan smith outfielder jace borfin also earned all region honors smith was named to the first team borfin was a second team selection in additional baseball news the st louis cardinals suffered their fourth straight setback with an 11 to 3 loss to the san francisco giants those teams are going to wrap up their series today at 12 15 and that'll get started 
Uh, actually, pregame coverage is already underway on 95.9 The Wolf. Normally, I'd tell you that, you know, I'm, I'm not going to judge you if you bail on us for an afternoon and listen or watch the Cardinals instead. But look, nobody, nobody needs to be supporting that team right now. Come on. They're not any good. Quit giving them your free time. Also, don't judge me later when I turn on the TV here in the office and watch that game and give you reports. I'm just I'm just bitter and salty. Hey, our KavanaughCars.com question is kind of, sort of, well, is based on an event in Cardinal history. First off, let me tell on myself just a little bit before before we get started. There is There are a lot of websites that I use in terms of, of looking for inspiration, uh, spe- especially with our KavanaughCars.com questions. So, for example... Um, you know, when we, when it's, when it's the fall and we've got so much football to talk about, or there's so much going on on the, on the field or on the court or whatever, it's really not hard usually to figure out topics, but sometimes once you get into June and July and there's not as much going on competitively, you start to look at maybe historical anniversaries or things like that. And and you get inspiration for questions like that. Well, there's a site that I look at, you know, just like a lot of people, I look at some today in sports history sites and the one that's been my go-to for years, I got to throw them under the bus today because they've got a date wrong. And I based the kind of two hours of the show on a sports anniversary that's actually not until tomorrow. <laughs> but, hey, look, I'm pot committed, so we're going to throw this out there early. Uh, I I was under the impression that today was Brock for Brolio Day. Um, that is actually not until tomorrow. So, we're, but we're going to ask it. We're going to ask it anyways. A day early for that. But I want you to weigh in on either one of these KavanaughCars.com questions, or if you have an answer for both, we're going to take. We'll take both. I want to know what's the best t- trade your team ever made, or what's the worst trade that your team ever made, or both. You can chime in with two answers if you have two answers. Of course, the phrase Brock for Brolio is a phrase that's sometimes used to talk about a trade that, that you know, in hindsight turns to be turns out to be extremely, extremely lopsided. These two guys, of course, were centerpieces of a 1964 six-player deal. Now, again, there were six guys involved. The rest of their names... Uh, are names that, you know, I, I have to Google. I don't remember who was involved in that trade except for Brock and Brolio. But uh, initially at the time, you know, it was thought that, that the Cubs were, I guess, winners of the trade. Brolio had had some really impressive seasons with the Cardinals. Brock was not off to a great start in his career for the Cubs. I think he was batting somewhere in the neighborhood of two fifty one when he got traded. Pretty quick, though, the narrative on that trade got flipped. Once Brock ended up in a Cardinal uniform, he batted 341 and helped lead them to that 64 World Series win over the Yankees. Cardinals also added another World Series title a couple, three years down the road, another pennant, and Brock ended up having a legendary Cardinal career and ultimately a Hall of Fame career as he is a member of the 3000 Hits Club and at the time when he retired, was baseball's all-time leader in stolen bases with 938. He was enshrined in the Hall in 1985. And on the flip side of that, you know, Brolio, mainly due to injury issues, was out of Major League Baseball 
two years after that trade went about. Maybe in a different era, you know, Brolio could have had Tommy John or something like that. I think he had ulnar nerve issues. You know, he had elbow issues. So in a different day, maybe this would not have been as wildly lopsided as it was. But in 1964, this was a a trade that the Cardinals clearly, clearly won. Now, nobody stays on the uh, perfect or the right side of trade history for, for an entire franchise. Of course, the Cardinals have had some additional winners since then and being able to acquire guys like Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado, uh, not, and then, of course, on the flip side, parting ways with uh, some guys that have gone on to to do good things, like Sandy Alcantara and, uh, and Zach Gallen most recently. But pretty much every team, if you have a pro team at some point in time, they've done something that made you really proud of the front office. And at some point in time, maybe uh, all these days later, you're still rolling your eyes a little bit and just baffled on how a team could blow it uh, so clearly on a significant trade. But again, that uh, that historic sports anniversary is is tomorrow. <laughs> but we are uh, we're going to talk about it today. We're also going to talk about uh, this most recent stretch for the Cardinals today, which I am just overjoyed to continue to discuss losses. I know you all are overjoyed to continue to hear about losses. It is just fun times all around for everybody. So why don't we go ahead and get that out of the way as early as possible today as we'll step aside for our first break. Uh, the Right Fiber Hotline is open at 870-930-3776. And when we come back, dive right in to what happened last night at Bush Stadium. That's on the way when we return. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Local Tire and Wheel is changing the game again. Local Tire and Wheel is introducing nine months, same as cash. You heard right. Nine months, same as cash. I mean, why spend all that cash today when we'll give you nine months to pay? The new way to buy your tires and wheels just got even better. With nine months, same Same as cash at local tire and wheel. And that means our low monthly payments just got even lower. Plus, we still offer payment plans to fit every budget. No credit check and everyone approved. When you need tires, this is a no-brainer. At local tire and wheel, you already get the best prices in town on the tires you require and the wheels you desire. And now you get nine months, same as cash. Plus, local tire and wheel offers referral cash back. And all local tire and wheel deals include roadside assistance and our road hazard protection program. Local tire and wheel is changing the game again introducing nine months same as cash local tire and wheel 1518 south caraway in jonesburg and local tire and wheel.com at centennial bank our focus has always been on the people and communities we serve and that's something that will never change we're passionate about the same things you are that's why we're proud to support arkansas state university and all our communities in northeast arkansas whether it's opening up a new account online or mobile banking or helping you with the perfect loan our promise is to always be here for you at centennial bank we're banking with you in mind centennial bank member fdic 
Nebo Auto Center, your original new car alternative, has been a Northeast Arkansas staple for over 20 years. If you're in the market for a late model, low mileage car, truck, or SUV, go see the experienced, hassle-free staff at Nebo. With a well-stocked lot of vehicles that fit almost any budget, check out the inventory and apply for credit online at NeboAuto.com. And go see them at 3910 Stadium Boulevard, just south of the bypass. Just look for the red roof. We go Nebo. Brought to you by Central Life Sciences, the leaders in post-harvest grain protection. Don't let little insects in your stored grain grow into a monster problem. Protect your stored grains with grain protectants from Central Life Sciences. Their bug-free grains lineup includes two products that require no tank mixing. Gravista Insecticide and Sentinel Synergize Insecticide provide the control and knockdown power you need against stored grain insects. Protect your grain from monster bugs with Central Life Sciences. Contact your local distributor or visit bugfreegrains.com. While serving in Vietnam, a grenade took my ability to see. Today, I'm a sculptor. Now, my fingers are my eyes. I'm Michael Naranjo. As a veteran, I know the challenges of life can be great. In my art, turning a lump of clay into something beautiful, that is worth doing. Life is like that. We each must use what we can to make things better. DAV helps veterans like Michael get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year in life-changing ways. Now, I show others how they can create something with their own hands. I know it can do a lot of good. With support from DAV, more veterans can shape their lives into a thing of beauty. My victory is bringing beauty into the world. Michael Naranjo, may your victories inspire many more. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Unused prescription opioid pain medicines can spell trouble. They can spell risk if taken by someone they weren't prescribed for, harm if accidentally taken by a child or pet, or overdose if they're not used as directed. Safely dispose of opioids before they can hurt your family. Find a drug take-back option such as medicine drop boxes. You may find these in your community at local pharmacies or police stations. Visit www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. away from some Cardinal baseball action getting underway today at Bush Stadium is the Birds and the Giants are going to wrap up their three-game set and we'll get to more on that in just a moment. We've been talking a little Lou Brock for Ernie Brolio, uh, which of course was a historic trade in 1964. Uh, we're celebrating that trade a day early as the anniversary isn't until tomorrow, but you know what? Just go with it, okay? Just, just go with it here. That's what we're rolling with today. So uh, because of that historic anniversary today, we want you to weigh in on on either one of these questions or even both, if you do, in fact, have two answers. I want to know what is the best trade your team ever made and or what is the worst trade your team ever made. So again, you can comment on either one of those questions or both of those questions today as we get uh, settled in here. We will, in just a moment, jump into 
Cardinals Giants uh, from last night, and of course, just the overall vibe with the Cardinals right now, who just uh, continue to kind of give me the ick. But um, more on that in a moment. Let's hop to the Riot Fiber Hotline and check in with Zach. How are you? Good. What's up, Kara? Hey, what's up, man? Not much. You guys did all right? I think so. You doing all right? So far, so good. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, worst trades ever made in basketball. Well, not ever. I want to know for your team specifically, and you can answer either question or both. What is the best team your best trade your team ever made, or what is the worst trade your team ever made? I don't think about that, Kara. Okay. You know, um, I know my brother Jeff, who was a big Spurs fan. They uh, remember back in the mid nineties when Dennis Rodman was with San Antonio, and he had blonde hair. That's when he started bleaching his hair, and he got uh, started wearing dresses and stuff. I, I mean, I mainly remember, you know, Bulls era Rodman. Well, see, that was – he was doing this prior to the Bulls era. Okay. Because it started in San Antonio, and Greg Popovich and that organization, you know, they don't – they're not all about all that. You know what I mean? They run a tight ship, you know what I mean? And uh, they were so eager to get rid, of Rod, get rid of Robin because he caused me problems during the playoffs in that 95 season when – the Rockets beat him, mm-hmm. and at one point he took his shoes off and wouldn't go back in the game. And the coach at that time uh, was was John Lucas was his name. He was losing his mind. I mean, they traded Dennis Rodman for Will Purdue to the Bulls for Will Purdue. Don't really remember a lot about Will Purdue. That's my point exactly. He's a bum. <laughs> you know, all the Bulls centers in the Jordan era were bums. I was trying to figure out. All right, is this uh, is this one of those situations where this is somebody I don't remember because you know I, I'm sometimes I'm not up to speed on my NBA knowledge, or is this somebody that right. you know nobody remembers? Right. Well, you got Will Purdue, Bill Cartwright, Luke Longley, the big Australian, big Aussie. But uh, I can't remember did the Patriots was it a Randy Moss trade? Randy Moss burned burned his burned a bridge in Oakland, and they got him in a trade. Let me double check. I don't remember exactly how. No. Randy Moss ended up in uh, in the the Northeast, but we can yeah. find out for sure real quick. Yeah, I mean they was, uh, and you know what? This is a shame that anyone struck up with him. Him and him and uh, Brady put up some unreal numbers that year, video game type numbers. He was traded by the Raiders to the Patriots in April of 2007 for a 2007 fourth round pick which ended up being uh, John Bowie. Okay, okay. Even though they didn't win a Super Bowl with, with uh, Moss, that was a good trade. I mean, they got to the Super Bowl, uh, had a, a perfect perfect season with him. They just, you know, they got upset by the, by the Giants and Elon Manning. Yeah, I mean, Moss was, Moss was a, a huge piece of that offense. He was a great player there in, yeah. in New England, and the guy that, that – um, Oakland traded him for, spent two more years in the NFL, and that was it. Yeah. I wonder if Kwame Brown's name would be, be, be brought up today. That's a good question. We'll have to see. You know what, though, Kara? They can say he was a bust. He is highly entertaining. I love how he, he finally had enough of all the mouthing from Stephen A. Smith and the talking head that he just he unleashed, unleashed on him. Oh, he has not been holding anything back on social media as of no. late. You know, here Stephen A. Smith, Kwame, Kwame Brown. You know, and, and Kwame finally had enough, and 
he showed up Steve Anders for a while, and he did the same with uh, Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson, the two want to be want to be tough guys of the NBA, former former players. He remember he called Matt Barnes Becky with the good hair. I think that's a Beyonce quote from a song. <laughs> I did not realize that he had said oh, yeah. that. And uh, Matt Barnes was like, "What was that group called? DeBarge or something like that, or singer?" Uh, I didn't. DeBarge or May, something like yeah. that. Yeah. But, yeah, he called Matt Barnes Becky with the good hair. That's great. But I'm sure that's hilarious. I'm, Kwame Brown's worth the sound bite. I mean, it's, it's classic. <laughs> his his uh, podcast, his career po- post-basketball career, he, he's not a bust in the world of podcasts and sound bites. I'll say that. No, he's entertaining. Agreed. Anyways, but. Uh, Cardinals, you said Lou Brock. What was it again? So, Brock, uh, Lou Brock was trading for Ernie Brolio actually tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow's date in 1964. And, of course, Brock just, Brock's a Hall of Famer. He was no doubt Hall of Famer. A uh, member of the 3000 Hit Club and then the guy that he was traded for at the time, you know, was viewed as a really good pitcher, but he was out of the majors two years later, mainly due to injuries. Yeah. One more thing, Karen. Was Big Mac in July of 97, was he... It was the trade deadline, right? What did we trade for Big, for Big Mac? Let's double check because I'm going to have to go back and, and look on that as well. Were you a major Cardinals fan back in the late 90s as well? Not not a ton. I was busy being a teenager with the head up my with my head up my recorders. So I don't I was not too observant about the world around me mm. including the sports world. So that was that was just like everybody else, you know, when when there was uh, later on, that um, home run chase going on, you know, I paid attention to that just like everybody else on the planet did because it was absolutely awesome and it was enthralling for everybody. But yes. uh, but uh, let's see. Let's see here. Uh, Oakland received in that trade Eric Ludwig, TJ Matthews, and Blake Stein for Mark McGuire. Wow. You know, we didn't do much uh, whole season with him. But the national media attention we got when he arrived in the home run chase that actually he was it really carried got kicked off in ninety seven when him and Ken Griffey Junior when he was with uh was he with the Reds at that time or was he still with Seattle? Can you remember? I think maybe but I that... was Mariner. Okay. But I think that year Big Mac hit fifty eight and uh fifty eight, what's his name? Uh Griffey hit like I think fifty six. And of course that following year was whenever him and Sosa broke the record. Yeah, he hit, uh, got traded, only played 51 games with St. Yeah. Louis in 97 and hit 24 home runs in his 51 games in a Cardinals uniform. That's absolutely Pretty wild. unreal. That's... I don't care if, you know, you know, people can criticize him all he wants to on being on the juice, but that's still unreal. I mean, it's, you know, it's unreal. He was, uh, can you imagine the sellout crowds they had when he was there? No. I mean, that's, that's almost, you, you go to two games and you're almost guaranteed to see a homer. For McGuire, that's yeah. that's an absolutely wild, wild number to to pretty much being go to pretty much going yard every other game. Yeah, so I think the exposure alone for St. Louis and all the coverage they got because of Big Mac was worth that trade there. That was pretty darn good, if you ask me. I mean, yes, the the coverage in and of itself is worth it, and then you add in the fact that the Cardinals parted ways with nobody to be able right. to to acquire McGuire, and you're. You're you're fine. For a second, like I saw the name Eric Ludwig, and I was like, oh, he contributed a little bit, and I was confusing him with Ryan Ludwig. So, <laughs> right. all right, guys, that's all I got. I'll catch you later. Thanks, Zach. Yeah. We'll see you.
Haley's the phone line's open at 930-3776. You can weigh in on either one of these questions today or both of these questions. What's the best trade your team ever made? What's the worst trade your team ever made? You know, it, it looked like last year when the Cardinals acquired Jordan Montgomery, it was a pretty pretty solid pickup at the trade deadline. And it was. He, he pitched well. But he has just not been off to that same level of success this year, which is not necessarily a Montgomery thing. That is a all-of-Cardinal baseball thing. And I still do want to recap a little bit of how last night unfolded for the Cardinals at Bush Stadium. But today is not at all off to a good start for Monty as he has given up, well, the first batter reached on an infield single. The second batter single to left. The third batter singled to left and drove in a run. The fourth batter walked. And batter number five is currently at the plate with the bases loaded. Nobody out. One run already scored. So the Giants have a real opportunity here to do some significant damage right out of the gate against the Cardinals in today's series finale. Is this Maestro? Hey, how you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. The absolute trade, worst trade that always, will always stand out with me of the Cardinals was when they they had a dominating duo in Bob Gibson and Steve Carlton, and they st- traded Steve Carlton, the left-hander, to the Phillies over a couple few thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. They'd be a few hundred thousand dollars. But he he crossed uh, Augie Bush up, I guess, and made him mad. But over a few thousand dollars, they traded Steve Carlton, who turned out to be one of the best left-handers in in, in the National League for a long time. That does make me feel a little bit better in in being a, a fan of the present era in terms of some of the goofy trades they've made lately uh, with with Alcantara and, and, and Gallon. But golly, that was that was not a smart move. That was back in seventy one off season. Looks like I'm not sure. And I think they traded the catcher too, Mike uh, McCar- uh, Tim McCarver. I think they traded because he was always Carlton's catcher. Okay. Uh, Carlton always wanted McCarver behind the plate, and I think McCarver may have gone to the Phillies that same year. But I know Carlton, you know, turned out to be dominating the left-hander. Cardinals, he just ruined the Cardinals every time they played him. But uh, I think he pitched with a vengeance, revenge issue. But uh, that was a dumb, dumb trade over over a few thousand dollars. I'm, I figure they sold enough beer to pay that. <laughs> you know, you would keep think. Him happy. You would think. I went back and, then, and, and looked. Sorry, I wanted to look at that trade because I, I was unfamiliar with who they got in return. It was Rick Wise is who the Cardinals got in return. And he had two years with, with the Birds there. And one of those years was an all-star year. But, of course, that clearly does, that, that doesn't compare. Right. I mean, yeah. he, he was above average. Yeah, but that doesn't that compare year, with Carlton. He wasn't Carlton. Yeah. He wasn't Carlton. And, you know, and, the, and as far as the good trade, of course, you got you got to count Ozzie Smith and Lou Brock. But sure. Two trades that stand out to me were in pennant years, or years when they were chasing the pennant, they got late-season trades to pick up Roger Maris one year, mm-hmm. and then they picked up uh, Jack Clark from the Dodge. They picked up two veteran players that just came in and did something special for the dugout, for the, for the locker room, and their play on the field. And those two guys both had great end-of-the-season end years to push them to another, you know, a little another level. And they, for a while, the Cardinals had a real good – a history of making those kind of trades for you know getting late season trades of former you know great stars who had a little bit left and they got the best out of them for the time they had them. But those two trades, Roger Maris and Jack Clark, 
both stand out. I think it was Jack Clark played first base. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Clark. But, uh, you know, in fact, I've seen a video lately of a, of a fight at second base between Ozzie Smith, Jack Clark, and, uh, and I can't remember who was playing second base for the Cardinals. It was a bench player. And then and Clark ended up on the team with them later. But uh, those two trades stand out as, as good trades made. And for a while, they had – the general manager they had for a long time was really good at doing that kind of thing. Clearly, it and sounds it like it. Yeah, so they had a real history. Like I said, figuring out the right player, somebody who's on, you know, going out, but yet had all-star kind of players and picking them up at the right time. It just really made a difference, I think, for the team, especially in the clubhouse and with the guys that had not been in the playoffs before, didn't know what it was to get in the playoffs, and they just brought something special to the team that, that just elevated them to another level. Great answers, Maestro. All right, appreciate it. I just want to get my opinion in. So thank you. That and a couple of dollars will get you a cup of coffee somewhere. <laughs> thank you. Uh-huh. Um, we do appreciate the phone call. We're asking you today for uh, your team's best trade and or your team's worst trade, whichever one you want to weigh in on. You know, he talked about the being able to go out and acquire the right guys at the right time, kind of right at the end of maybe their careers or, or to just have kind of one bounce-back moment. But I think of... And it wasn't the caliber of players that Maestro just just talked about. But, you know, I think about back in 2011 when the Cardinals got rid of a very grumpy Colby Rasmus and brought in a whole slew of players from Toronto. And even though none of those players that they acquired were big names or all-stars or anything like that, they brought in several different smaller contributors that added up to a big acquisition and helped send that team to a to a 2011 World Series. Pretty cool. Uh, Going to take more than some small acquisitions to get the birds back on track this year. In fact, uh, with, with so many games left, you don't want to say, all right, well, the ship has sailed already for the Cardinals, but this is now on, this is now a team on pace to lose 98 games this season. 98. That's unreal. There are certain teams that maybe you expect that from year in and year out. But the Cardinals haven't been in that category this millennium. They are currently down to two to nothing. After one half of one inning. To the San Francisco Giants and... I'm not watching the game, but uh, I do have the stat cast up. And it <laughs> there was it. Looking at the stat cast, it just looks like there there were zero hard hit balls in the first inning. There were two different infield singles. What a mess! What a mess this team has become. More on the Cardinals later, but we need to step aside. We uh, need to dive into some audio from Arkansas State men's basketball coach Brian Hodson. As part of our Calmer Solutions A-State update, he'll talk about the talent on that Red Wolf squad, the scheduling uh, that we're going to see coming up for this 23-24 slate and, uh, and more. All that audio is on the way next. Keep it right here with us on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Prices falling again. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. 
July corn at 611, down one and a half. With September corn at 545 at three quarters, down a quarter. July soybeans at 1393 and a quarter, down six. With August soybeans, 1325 and a quarter, up three and a half. July wheat at 631 and three quarters, down four and a half. With September wheat at 642 and a half, down five and a half. July cotton at 8197, down 75. With October cotton at 82 even, down 124. July rice at 1786, down 60 and a half. With September rice at 1526, down one and a half. Moving on to livestock now, June live cattle at 177.50, down 192 and a half. August live cattle at 171.17 and a half, down 275. August feeder cattle at 236.47 and a half, down 397 and a half. With September feeder cattle at 239.70, down 370. June lane hogs at 87.20, up seven and a half. With July hogs at 92.97 and a half, up 237 and a half. That's your EAB Noon Market Report brought to you by Pico Foods. Now buying corn and milo direct from local producers in Arkansas, Alabama, Missouri, and Mississippi. Farmers, Pico Foods is now booking new crop corn and milo. The seventh largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a fourth-generation family-owned business, Pico Foods believes in supporting local producers, and they're currently booking new crop corn and milo with delivery accepted as early as August and at always competitive prices. Call today. In Arkansas, Missouri, David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, contact Craig Bird or John Taylor Hickman, 601-670-9383. Young farmers don't listen to the radio, right? Wrong. In a recent survey, 80% of young producers said they get their most important agriculture information from their trusted farm radio station. Surprised? Don't be. If you think about it, it makes perfect sense. Radio is the perfect companion because it goes with you everywhere. Whether you are in the shop, on the combine, or in the truck, Farm Radio is right there with you. This message brought to you by the National Association of Farm Broadcasting. Hey farmers, WT Equipment in Jonesboro and Pocahontas is open and ready to equip the farmers of Northeast Arkansas. At WT Equipment, we have both new and pre-owned New Holland T9, T8, T7, and T6 tractors available for sale now, ranging from 125 to 620 horsepower. Both new and pre-owned New Holland CR combines also available now. New Holland SP model sprayers ready to roll now. Come see us at WT Equipment in Jonesboro or Pocahontas, or visit our website at WTEquip.com. WT Equipment, let's get it done. When you vacation in Arkansas, go from outdoor adventures to celebrated southern cuisine in just a few miles or a few minutes. Enjoy kayaking, fishing, and water sports on the largest oxbow lake in North America at Lake Chico State Park in Lake Village. Then when you're hungry, head down the road to Rhoda's famous hot tamales for legendary Delta soul food. Near it all, but far away. Escape to your natural state. Plan your trip today at Arkansas.com. The Arts District in El Dorado, Arkansas presents The King Lives, world premiere Elvis tribute coming to MAD September 30th. International award-winning artist Craig Parker brings a truly authentic world-class performance that you won't want to miss. The show MC is none other than Elvis' former tour manager, Charles Stone. Tickets are on sale now at eldomad.com. Don't miss this once-in-a-lifetime experience. The King Lives, world premiere Elvis tribute September 30th in El Dorado, Arkansas. More info at eldomad.com. Lose weight the healthy way with medication-assisted weight loss at Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. See, losing weight doesn't have to be hard. You don't have to starve yourself. You don't have to spend your whole day eating bars and drinking shakes. Elite Total Health has a trusted medical team in place that's going to help you lose weight in a safe and effective way. Elite Total Health has helped patients lose over 6,600 pounds and counting. 
See, Elite Total Health is medication-assisted weight loss delivered by a team that customizes a plan to fit your life and your goals. So by now, you've probably heard about semaglutide. The celebrities and the influencers, they all talk about it. See, semaglutide can lead to dramatic weight loss. And Elite Total Health has semaglutide and multiple other weight loss medication options that will help you lose weight. Start your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. Call 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. Get started today with Elite Total Health. Find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan hanging out with you today. Time for a little Calmer Solutions A-State update. So we continue to get caught up on Arkansas State men's basketball with some audio here from head coach Brian Hodson. We heard a couple of comments yesterday. In particular, of course, he discussed the situation that unfolded over the weekend uh, with players' rest and, and what was there, uh, what was what would happen next in terms of uh, program discipline, you know, internally and, and, and things like that. But I wanted to kind of move on and, and look at some other topics today. And, and one thing I've been interested in, a question that I've had lately, is with the transfer portal being out there for a couple of seasons now and with the fact that, you know, acquiring players via transfer has become such a, a popular thing now across, well, all college sports, not just basketball, but I was kind of curious if, if that meant that we've hit a day and age where there's a lot more talent now available, perhaps at the JUCO ranks. Now, the last three players announced in that signing class or in this first signing class from, from Brian Hodson have, have all been junior college players. And this is what he had to say about the JUCO talent, this day and age. Yes, there is. Um, so I think that where we're at in recruiting right now in college basketball is uh, both the high school ranks and junior college ranks are taking a little bit of a, a hit. Those guys aren't getting, um, you know, quite uh, the looks uh, that they would have a few years ago because everybody's going back, looking through the numbers of the proven Division One guys, um, which is great. And we did the same thing, and we got a couple of really good ones. Uh, but it's been my experience. If you look back at the teams I've coached at both Buffalo and Alabama, um, we've had uh, some junior college guys on those teams that were, were impact guys. Uh, so we're going to continue to take a look at the junior college route. Um, and then if you both, if you look at both Ledoux, uh, LeCou and Taryn Todd, both of those guys are division one transfers as well. Um, so I wanted to add uh, some veteran uh, leadership to this group. Um, wanted to add some experience depth to this group and uh, both of those guys bring that. And then uh, Obadiah Curtis is a guy that uh, was 20 points a game at a junior college in California. And that's probably uh, to expand on your question, probably one of the more under recruited junior college leagues in the country. Uh, a lot of the best players in California leave California to go to national JUCOs. Uh, but every, every year there's a couple of really good players that come out of California JUCOs uh, and which is what led us to, to Obadiah. Now, again, he did mention, though, that two of those JUCO signees had D1 experience. Of course, you look at all the other uh, incoming transfers. Those guys had D1 experience. How was it? How important was it to go out and, and find guys that had already played at that level? And I think if you look at San Diego State and Florida Atlantic this past year, um, 
you know, obviously two mid-major teams that made a run in the NCAA tournament. One common denominator there was was age. You know, those were both veteran mid-major teams. Um, you know, you, I, obviously I lost, we lost at Alabama to San Diego State, so I can speak about them firsthand. I mean, that was one of the toughest, uh, most disciplined groups we played all year. Um, they were veteran. They were they were all older, experienced, um, and and usually experience leads to success. Um, Florida Atlantic the same way. Uh, so um, you know we we kind of wanted to, you know this is a, this is a copycat game. You know, and and I think if you look at the last shoot, go back as long as you want to. I think some of the best teams in the country have been the older teams. Um, so we want to, and, and, and I'm, the way I want to build my roster is I want to kind of get old and stay old, to be honest with you. Um, and, uh, you know, I think that's something that we were able to accomplish this offseason in the portal um, and, and we'll continue to look to do so moving forward. Uh, with that being said, we, we do want to mix in some high school guys. Um, and, uh, you know, the reality of it is, is you're going to run into those coaches that may tell you, no, I'm not, I'm not going to recruit high school guys anyways, because if they're good, they're just going to leave, right? Well, I think it's part of our job uh, to prepare for that. So if I recruit a high school kid and he comes here and he has a really good season at Arkansas State and he goes in the transfer portal because the grass is greener somewhere else to him, well, it's my job to replace him. And so uh, myself and my staff will, will continue to, to, to do our jobs and uh, prepare uh, to fill open roster spots. But until then, we're going to still try to bring in some high school guys and evaluate high school guys here locally and nationally and and even abroad. But uh, in this go round, I thought it was important to bring in some experienced guys uh, so that we would have a chance here in year one. Get old, stay old. Again, is a phrase we've heard a few times. And again, flashing back to when we were talking about this roster so much, if if I'm recalling correctly, nine players on this roster that will be entering either year four or year five of college hoop. So there is a lot, a lot, a lot of experience with this team. Of course, uh, in the meantime, Coach Hodson also had to, to assemble his uh, coaching roster as well in a couple of those late additions in terms of his third assistant and then also uh, in terms of the video coordinator. Those are those are Alabama guys. That has been a little bit of a trend uh, lately, and he was asked, of course, about that connection. Well, I'll tell you this. Um, you know, it's funny. I see I see all the all the social media remarks, you know, that just keep stealing from Alabama, you know, taking – uh, taking staff from Alabama, you know, we've, we hired a compliance guy from Alabama here, as I'm sure you saw. Um, I'll tell you one thing, the athletics world, just I'm sure similar in your business is a somewhat small world. So, uh, when you're, when you're comfortable working with people and, um, you know, I've only been at two spots at the division one level and that's Alabama and Buffalo. And, uh, I took guys from both of those spots. Uh, Jamie Quarles came from Buffalo. Uh, some of my staff came from Alabama. And so, um, you know, we've, I, I hired guys that I'm comfortable working with, uh, that I trust. And, and um, you know, so I'm, I'm excited about the group that we hired. Um, you know, I think Alabama will be just fine. Uh, they've got a great coaching staff over there. Um, and, and, you know, the other side of it, I'll be honest with you, I'm glad you asked that question. Two of the guys that I hired were uh, young guys on staff at Alabama that both um, have increased roles here at Arkansas State. And I think, I wish that would happen more often in this in this business, uh, where younger guys that work their way in and, and spend time in a program and uh, you know really start from the ground up. When when guys from that staff get an opportunity, they bring those guys with them, and that's what I did. Uh, those guys worked their tails off uh, with me and around me, uh, for me for the last four years, uh, both of them, 
And uh, so when I got this job, uh, it was a no-brainer to bring both Derek and, and Logan along with me. A couple more comments here from Arkansas State men's basketball coach Brian Hodson. Of course, uh, the schedule is a work in progress, and he talks about some updates on the 23-24 slate. Scheduling-wise, uh, we are close. Um, I, I can't – I think we – you know, I guess we can talk about Iowa because it became public um, via their their side of things. Um, we do – we are playing at Iowa. Uh, I've got it here in front of me. We're going to uh, Iowa on November 17th. Uh, so that will be one of our non-conference games. Um, we, we, are, we are in the middle of a few other contracts, so um, I – can't really speak on them until both sides are signed because we've already had a few people uh, run away from us after we finish this roster. Uh, so I want to hurry up, get these contracts signed before uh, people start blowing it up all over social media. But I think you'll see uh, that you'll be happy with our schedule. Uh, we're working hard to get some quality opponents here at home. Um, we'll have some uh, at least one or two uh, NCAA tournament caliber opponents here. Um, in First National Bank Arena in, in, in the non-conference, uh, which is a big deal. And I think you'll also see that uh, we're probably going to play one of the toughest schedules you've seen Arkansas State basketball play in the last 10 to 15 years because uh, I just, I, I'm just i a firm believer that you need to test yourself uh, in the non-conference to prepare yourself for the Sun Belt, which is, is an extremely, extremely strong league. Um, there's there's some really good coaches and some really good basketball teams in that conference, and I just I don't believe that um, beating up on non-division one and or or lesser opponents uh, in the non-conference really does you any good, to be honest with you. Let's hear. I think we've got oh, time for one more, maybe two more before we we go to break here. So we're gonna skip a a, a segment where. Coach Hodgson shares news about a home MTE. By the way, that's that's not going to be on the table for this year, so we don't necessarily have to hear him talk about it. But I do want to hear him talk a little bit about his attempt to schedule some regional opponents for a state. Yeah, that's uh, it is. It's a huge deal. So I'll tell you this: um, if we're the best way for me to put this is if there's a regional opponent, um, and I can say this honestly with confidence: if there's a regional opponent uh, that we are not playing. And, uh, and that it's not because we did not reach out and try to play. And I'll leave it at that. So uh, we called uh, pretty much every Division One program within a two to three hour radius, some maybe four, four and a half hour radius, uh, and tried to uh, schedule those games. And uh, uh, for the most part, we were unsuccessful. Um, but we, we did attempt to play those games and we'll continue uh, to attempt to play those games. Um, and I will say this, uh, the one person that was extremely um, helpful and was uh, Penny Hardaway at Memphis. Um, I, I got to him. Uh, we had a prior relationship just through coaching against each other and uh, recruiting against each other previously. Uh, and his schedule was full at the time. Uh, but moving forward, uh, we will definitely uh, be trying to schedule a, a non-conference game uh, with Memphis uh, each year if we can. And, and Penny was open to it. Um, so I, I look forward to that. We weren't able to get it done this year. Um, but we we will definitely uh, that will be on the docket for for coming seasons. A couple more clips we'll we'll share with you in the one o'clock hour, but we're a little bit of a, a time crunch here, so that's going to wrap up our A State update with audio from men's basketball coach Brian Hodson. Of course, that's brought to you by Calmer Solutions. We take care of technology so you 
can take care of business. Uh, we need to step aside for one more break in this noon hour. We'll come back, get you an update on the Cardinal score, and uh, I've got a PSA to throw out at you as well. When we return, keep it with us on the ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Like this great on. And this is above the noise. The New York Mets had high expectations coming into this season. And after all, the team was spending a league-high $353 million in salaries. With such a deep payroll, the Mets have all-star caliber players littered throughout the roster. Pete Alonso, Francisco Lindor, Sterling Marte, all top-level talent. But at the moment, the owner Steve Cohen's spending spree hasn't helped New York. The Mets spent a combined $86 million on Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander. That's $28 million more. More than the entire Orioles roster, and they're 42 and 24 this year. The pitchers have combined for an ERA of 4.65 and just under 100 innings pitched. Scherzer and Verlander, no doubt capable of turning it around. They've combined for six Cy Young, 17 All Star Game nominations. But if the two highest paid pitchers in baseball continue to fail to live up to their record breaking contracts, it's going to be a long, long summer for the Mets. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. You've heard CEO Howard Mackler of Innovation Refunds and GetRefunds.com explain how he's helped so many small businesses with the ERC tax refunds. In fact, Innovation Refunds has already completed over 17,000 returns for many kinds of businesses just like yours. Construction, retail, restaurants, bars, hotels, and so many more. Are you a small business owner who started filing for the ERC tax refund and got stuck halfway? It's understandable. The process can be complicated, or you may not have anyone with experience to navigate the process. Not anymore. Innovation refunds can help you finish that today. To start the process, you have to go to GetRefunds.com. No upfront charge. They don't get paid until you get paid. Innovation refunds has already helped clients claim over $5 billion in payroll tax refunds. GetRefunds.com or download the app from the App Store today. That's GetRefunds.com. Central Ford in Truman is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. Central has a great selection of pre-owned vehicles now on the lot, including Raptors, Bronco Sports, Mustang GTs, and more. And now get a 90-day, 4,000-mile comprehensive warranty on all make and models of pre-owned vehicles. See dealer for details. Central Ford is Central Satisfaction. Just off I-555 at exit 29 in Truman and online at centralfordtruman.com. Join us for the 6th Annual Arkansas State Police Foundation Golf Tournament Thursday, August 17th at the Paragould Country Club presented by First National Bank. It's a four-person scramble and each player gets a free pair of true golf shoes. Sign up at fnbank.net slash ASPF. It's a good time and a great cause as we swing for the green to benefit the blue. It's the 6th Annual Arkansas State Police Foundation Golf Tournament presented by First National Bank. Sign up at fnbank.net slash ASPF. Colson Group USA is the largest manufacturer of caster and wheel products responsible for the most trusted and highest quality mobility solutions available in the world today. Colson Group is looking for qualified individuals to join our team. Colson Group has an opening at their Monette location for a manufacturing engineer with some plastics and injection molding experience. Apply today. Visit our website at colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. That's colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. Colson Group USA is an equal opportunity employer. What are you looking for? 
or in a dentist. Experience a friendly, caring staff, the latest in procedures and technology. You can have all of those things at Brooklyn Dental. Dr. Tony and Dr. Adams have been taking care of patients across the area for years and have brought that care to the all-new Brooklyn Dental. They're accepting new patients right now and work with all types of insurance. So why wait? Call Brooklyn Dental now at 393-5330 to schedule an appointment. That's 393-5330. Brooklyn Dental, open now on Highway 49 North in Brooklyn. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Just a couple of minutes left in this noon hour. We got a lot coming up at 1 o'clock, by the way. In fact, I've even got a Salsa's Grill gift certificate to give away in that 1 o'clock segment. Uh, we're going to do stupid easy trivia today. So that's, that's the only hint I'm going to give you, but we'll give that away in, uh, in the 1 o'clock hour. Uh, meanwhile, today, the com question. Taking some inspiration from a trade in 1964, Lou Brock for Ernie Brolio. I'm a day early on the anniversary, but just roll with me. I want to know either today. Uh, you can answer either one of these questions. What's the best trade your team ever made? Or what is the worst trade your team ever made? Cardinals showing signs of life, by the way, against the Giants right now. They're trailing two to nothing in the bottom of the second. Uh, that being said, they got the bases loaded. They had the bases loaded with one out. Better get something out of it because now it's bases loaded, two outs. So, again, uh, we'll update you more on that in, in the next hour as well. I did mention before the break, I want to come back and share a little bit of a, a PSA. Um, I think by now some of you are aware of the fact that there there's some times I don't have that much common sense. And quite a while back, I bought myself a, a weather radio. Well, also quite a while back, I put it somewhere and I don't remember where I put it in my house. Um, clearly, this has not been a huge issue, but it was a little bit this morning. Uh, the storms that rolled through northeast Arkansas this morning were no joke. And I lost power at my house. Um, in fact, I think I, I was out uh, without power for about an hour and a half. And if you're anything like me, you know, you've just gotten so reliant on technology. Uh, so, you know, I couldn't pull up my weather apps because my Wi-Fi was out. Clearly, you can't, you can't turn on the TV uh, because the, the power was out. So I was just, uh, it, it, Facebook wouldn't really update because, again, I, I don't have very good cell service in my home without the Wi-Fi. So I was just kind of flying blind. For a little bit with nobody to, to point fingers at other than myself. So please don't don't be me. If I had had a, a weather radio, um, well, it still would have been a little bit frustrating because it would have had power. I would have at least been up to speed on how severe the storms were rolling through and maybe a, an ETA on when they would be out of this area because, of course, the folks on KFIN do a great job of updating when there is severe weather. Now, luckily, there were, there were no tornadoes or anything like that, but... Um, don't ever sleep on Mother Nature because she will remind you quickly that she does not mess around. Uh, there was a wild video put up on the Jonesboro PD Facebook page showing lightning hitting a transformer right at the intersection of Maine and Nettleton, so right behind Omar's Uptown. And lightning strike, instant fireball. Uh, goodness gracious, that was a scary moment. They did report that everyone is okay. 
Although in that video, you can see someone standing under the awning there at Omar's Uptown. And I'm going to go out on a limb and, and say that person needed clean underwear after that event. But I am I'm very glad everyone's okay. Also very glad that Tommy Edmond just hit a grand slam. Cardinals up 4-2 in the bottom of the second. More updates on the way in the second hour of the program. And oh yeah, a gift certificate to Salsa's Grill as well. Keep it right here with us. We'll be back right at the top of the hour for more of the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Mosquito season is here. I'm Matt Stoltz, and let me tell you how Mosquito Joe is helping me take back my outdoors this spring and summer. Mosquito Joe's treatment kills mosquitoes on contact. It's effective for up to two weeks. It's pet and yard friendly, and the first spray is only $49.99. Call 870-340-2626. That's 870-340-2626. Or go to MosquitoJoe.com for more information. Make sure you can enjoy your yard and your outdoors this summer by calling Mosquito Joe. This is your outdoors and your yard, not the mosquitoes. Make outdoors fun again and don't be held captive in your own home. Call Mosquito Joe at 870-340-2626. Again, the first spray is $49.99 and at Mosquito Joe, satisfaction is guaranteed. Now's the time to save at Central Buick GMC, where you can get rates as low as 0.9 for 36 months on 2023 GMC Sierras with approved credit. And the new redesigned 2024 GMC Heavy Duty Sierras are now arriving. Central Buick GMC has one of the best selections of new Buick and GMC vehicles in the area. And as always, a huge selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs ready to go. Central Buick GMC on Parker Road in Jonesboro and online at centralbuickgmc.com. Nobody beats a central deal. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Right now, buy three tires and get one free on select brands, with tires starting as low as $59. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes, alignments, and oil changes for all makes and models. Your one-stop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is at Quick Lane at the corner of Caraway and Highland next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. Boar's Kitchen and Bath at 5412 Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro is Northeast Arkansas's premier kitchen and bath contractor. Let Boar's Kitchen and Bath bring their skill, passion, and love of design to your new or existing home. Dedicated to your complete satisfaction, Boar's Kitchen and Bath will turn your dream design into reality. The latest trends and designs with over 70 years of experience. Visit them at Boar'sKitchenandBath.com or call 268-0665 to schedule a free estimate with Gerald or Michael. Boar's Kitchen and Bath, your kitchen your bath, their passion. At Right Fiber, we've got your number for gig speed internet. Our new 5 gig speed takes gaming to new heights and sets new standards for streaming. It's a high five, fab five, five star fiber experience. Not ready for five? You can still live the gig life. It starts with our one gig speed, or you can double your online power with two gig. So pick your Right Fiber gig. 
one, two, and five gig. All priced just right. Only at Right Fiber. This is Will Oswald with your Wednesday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update. Brought to you by Plants and Tire Service and Major League Baseball Cardinals on a four-game losing streak coming into the series finale and homestand finale against the Giants this afternoon at Bush Stadium. San Fran clobbering the Cards 11-3 last night and scored two in the first. Cardinals loading the bases on three singles off Anthony DiSclefani. And with two out in the inning, Tommy Edmond hits a grand slam to give the Cardinals a 4-2 lead. Jordan Montgomery on the hill for St. Louis in the series finale this afternoon. You can hear the action right now on her sister station, 95.9 The Wolf. In college baseball, Arkansas State first baseman Brandon Hager named the All-South Region second team yesterday by the American Baseball Coaches Association in Rawlings. First Wed Wolf to receive those honors since Kyle McDonald was the first-team All-Region player in 2018. Arkansas pitcher Hagen Smith into the All-Region first team yesterday. Outfielder Jace Morphin, a second-team selection. Four tires in one hour, guaranteed a plan to tire service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon. The Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Workday Red Zone. We have made it well halfway through the week. It is Wednesday, one o'clock. Feeling all right, I think. Kara Ritchie, Ryan James with you. It's actually a very nice day after what we all went through this morning. It's crazy. Yeah. With some uh, really significant thunder boomers rolling through, but it's it's turned into a pretty solid day. Sun's out, got some nice fluffy clouds out there. Could be some some scattered storms in the forecast later on tonight. Of course, this is just the time of year to be weather aware. It seems like, you know, and Ryan and I were talking about this during the break. Right. It seems like every single day when you look at the forecast, there's a 20% chance of storms. Something slight. Yeah. yeah. A light chance of something. But, yeah, this morning was crazy. Yeah, all yeah. it takes is for one to, to pop up for <laughs> conditions right. to be just right. And then the next thing you know, you're standing under an Omar's awning and, and the <laughs> lightning hits 30 feet away. Right. Uh, golly, there's there's zero doubt in my mind that everybody who is in that vicinity is at least an inch taller than they woke <laughs> than when yeah. they woke up this morning. Right. Oh goodness gracious, lightning is terrifying. It of course, is. there are multiple That's weather true. events that are scary, but just something that can come out of the sky and zap you. Big no thanks. Nine three zero three seven seven six is is the number to call. And again, we're we're a day early technically to celebrate this sports anniversary, but today we're taking our inspiration. From the 1964 trade of Lou Brock for Ernie Brolio. And, uh, of course, those guys were swapped out for each other in a historic trade. And it was one at the time that was considered uh, to be leaning in the Cubs' favor. As they acquired Brolio from the Cardinals. And uh, there were some other players involved as well. But, but Brolio had had a uh, really really good start to his career and in the early 60s he looked like a uh, a really good pitcher in fact in 1960 he won 21 games had an ERA under three and was uh was was pretty salty at the time you know the Cubs were more than willing to give up Lou Brock because he was just okay he batted somewhere in the neighborhood of, of 251 
uh, that season before he got it before he got traded. But uh, swapped out those guys for each other, and the next thing you know, unfortunately, Brolio uh, spent the rest of his career hurt, and it was a short career after that. Lou Brock, of course, went on to to surge. Uh, batted incredibly well for the rest of that season, helped lead the Cardinals to a World Series title. Of course, eventually ended up as a member of the 3,000 Hits Club, stole almost 1,000 bases in his career. And by the way, I, I, I want to humble brag for a moment here about Lou Brock. After his career, um, he became a little bit of, uh, after his career was over several years down the line, he became a little bit of a diabetes ad, uh, advocate because that is something he battled in his life. And I cannot remember exactly what he was in Jonesboro for, but he was speaking about it and uh, ended up at a dinner at the place where, where I worked at the time, the 501 Club. And I'd gotten a heads up that he was going to be there. So like any smart fan, I went ahead and ordered a nice throwback jersey online, got my baby blue, blue Brock jersey in the mail, brought it up there. He was gracious enough to sign it. He was a very, very kind man. And uh, that was that was kind of one of that's that still ranks as one of the highlights of my sports fandom. Uh, but again, uh, taking our inspiration today from those two guys, Lou Brock, Ernie Brolio, and uh, I want you guys to weigh in on on either one of these KavanaughCars.com questions, or you can weigh in on both. What is the best trade your team ever made? What is the worst trade your team ever made? Getting caught up on the Cardinals. We mentioned this uh, super briefly right before we went to break. But they are currently now leading the San Francisco Giants 4-2 to two after a granny by Tommy Edmond in the bottom of the second. Today did not start well for the Cardinals, in particular Jordan Montgomery, as he just kind of had some bad luck in the first inning. A lot of soft contact that allowed the Giants to score a couple of runs. In fact, uh, the first hit of the, the game against Monty was a infield single. The second run score to the game from the Giants was also on an infield single. Uh, there was it certainly does not look like there was really any kind of kind of hard contact, but luckily he escaped in the top of the first, was in a bases loaded situation, but was able to induce a double play. And then hat tip to him, he came out firing in the top of the second, struck out the side for the Giants. And I believe did so on just 11 pitches. And uh, now uh, had a very, very quick one, two, three, third. So again, after a not great start to the day at all for Jordan Montgomery, he has bounced back. Of course, uh, probably in a little bit better spirits after the way the bottom of the second unfolded for St. Louis. Uh, Nolan Arenado led off the inning with a single that uh, adds to his current hit streak. I think nine games is where he was at. Jordan Walker did strike out in the next at bat, but then Dylan Carlson was able to get on with a single. Paul DeYoung followed with a single. I got a little nervous because the next batter uh, was Kisner, and he struck out swinging. So you went all of a sudden from bases loaded to one out to bases loaded to two outs, and I was really nervous for a moment just with the way that things have gone lately for the Birds, that they were going to... I have a bases-loaded situation to come out of it with zero runs scored. But Tommy Edmond, the second-inning hero, is he homer to right, driving in Arenado and Carlson and DeYoung and, of course, himself. So uh, putting four on the board for the Birds. And then uh, coming up this inning, Gorman, Arenado, and Walker. So we'll see if the Cardinals can add to that total. Goodness gracious, do they certainly, certainly need it. Oh, man. Looking back at last night, this team just... 
I, I guess at least last night the Cardinals didn't necessarily have to find a way to lose. You know what I mean? Like, there's been some games where it's like they've gone out and snatched defeat from the jaws of victory. Uh, last night was not one of those games. Uh, Flair, Flair had pitched well for the past, oh, six weeks or so, I guess. But he didn't have it last night at all. In just four and a third inning, four and one third innings, he allowed six runs. And he got pulled in the fifth. And he was not good. And, and neither was the bullpen that followed him. To be honest with you, uh, Cabrera was was gave up three. Woodford gave up uh, a couple. So it was a night where the starting pitching was not good. The relief pitching was subpar. The defense was non-stellar, and the offense underperformed. So it was a group effort last night for the Cardinals to lose. And get to 27 and 41. I guess the only really interesting note on last night's game was the fact that you had a little bit of, uh, I guess, what would you call it, a kerfuffle? It was not exactly a Donnybrook. I don't think it even gets to be counted as a skirmish. But there was a situation last night in the fourth where the benches and dugouts emptied because Flair and Lamont Wade were having some words. Uh, Wade hit a double. And then Flair was pointing barking at him. I guess maybe they thought there was speculation that maybe he was relaying signs from second base um, that Lamont Wade was. I don't know. I don't know. I, I have no idea why Jack Flair was in his feelings. He, I'm sure he was already in his feelings because he was pitching like crap. And then this happened and eventually it just, I don't know. So tippers flared. Um, it got diffused really, really quickly. <laughs> John Brebbia, who of course is a former Cardinal and undoubtedly still knows a lot of folks in that dugout, he came flying in from the bullpen and I think one of the first things he did was like hug a Cardinals player. (laughs) So that helped break things up pretty quickly. So much ado about nothing last night with the Birds and the Giants. I did see a, a nugget earlier today from... Cardinals beat writer Derek Gould that said that before the game started there was an animated exchange going on at home plate between a Giants coach and a Cardinals coach. Some finger pointing, some shrug gestures, pointing out to the field. And then they went back to their separate corners. To the best of my knowledge, there have been no other antics today. So I guess whatever it was that everybody got in their feelings about yesterday, they, they've got it out of their system at this point in time. At least that is how it appears. By the way, the last, interestingly enough, a nugget here on Tommy Edmonds Grand Slam. Edmund is, Edmund is batting ninth in the order today. So the Cardinals' last Grand Slam by a ninth-place hitter occurred on August 31st of 2011. So it's been a minute since somebody at the nine spot hit a granny. And I don't think ever in a million years I would have been able to guess the batter <laughs> that hit that grand slam. In 2011, uh, we're not going to make you try and guess the batter either. But I can tell you uh, that it was it was Jake Westbrook. So there's your interesting 
Cardinal trivia for the day. All right, let's that that would be a hard trivia question if we ask you that question. Who is the guy who uh, hit a granny at the nine spot in the order back in 2011? No, 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 no. We're not going to do anything that hard. But here's the deal: we do have a gift certificate to give away here from Salsa's Grill. By the way, do not start ringing us up yet. We got to at least throw out the question and tell you about Salsa's and tell you how you can win before you pick up the phone. So if you call right now, we're just going to hang up on you. Uh, but uh, Salsa's Grill, of course is a phenomenal Mexican restaurant at 2240 South Caraway Road. Uh, chimichangas and fajitas and rancheros and nachos and all of that good stuff. I can already see Ryan rolling his eyes at me because I'm talking about food and this lunch doesn't torture. happen until 2 o'clock. <laughs> this is torture. <laughs> Especially when I'm talking about not just any food but salsas, which is amazing. Uh, but uh, they would encourage you to come out for, uh, for Father's Day. They're actually going to be having... Attention members and guests, happy hour specials all day. There you go. On Father's Day. So a uh, great excuse for you to go out and visit them at Salsa's. And we're going to try and give you $20 uh, to go and take that trip. So today's stupid, easy trivia. We've been asking you today for your answer on either one of these KavanaughCars.com questions. What's the best trade your team ever made? Or what is the worst trade your team ever made? We're taking our inspiration from a famous trade that actually happened on tomorrow's date. In 1964, we've mentioned the players that were involved in that trade over and over and over today, but that's our trivia question. Name one of the two players involved in that trade in 1964 that inspired today's KavanaughCars.com question. Again, a historical trade between the Cubs and the Cardinals in 1964. There were actually six players involved all day, but there were two headliners. And if you can name one of those two players, We'll give you that Salsa's gift card. 9303776 is the number to call and make a guess. And if you get it right, well, you can either come pick up that gift card or we will put it in the mail for you. So that is uh, your options. Then after that, you just got to figure out what you're going to order at Salsa's. That sounds, actually, that sounds like the most difficult part. <laughs> of this whole equation is this aj yes ma'am hey aj you got to tell us tell us one of the two players we've been talking about today that that has inspired our question is it low brock well it sure is what are you gonna awesome. what are you gonna order at salsas with your gift certificate oh lord uh enchiladas Okay, that sounds great. Hey, I'm going to put you right back on hold, AJ, so Ryan can take down your info and we can make sure and get this gift card to you. Is that okay? Yes, ma'am. I appreciate it. All right, you sit tight. Thanks for listening. Easy. Easy trivia. Can I tell you a secret? We're going to have another gift card to give away for you tomorrow. Maybe even one on Friday as well. That's right. Uh, now that it is summer and some of the sports news is, has kind of uh, slowed down a little bit, I am not above bribing you all to listen to us and bribing you all to interact with us. I, I'm never going to be above bribery, so I hope uh, I hope that's okay. I mean, if you guys aren't down with it, I can always just keep the gift cards for myself. So those those are our other options. A uh, quick update here on the Cardinals. Uh, we mentioned, uh, let's see, where are we at here? We're at the bottom of the third, which started out with a Nolan Gorman walk. Uh, Arenado did strike out, but Walker, Jordan Walker, managed to uh, 
drive in Nolan Gorman, who had advanced to second on a wild pitch. So the Cardinals able to plate another run there. And the inning is still going on. As uh, Walker, of course, singled. Dylan Carlson followed him with a single as well. Then uh, Fielder's Choice by DeYoung. And now Kinsner. Kinsner is at the plate. Two away. Two on in the bottom of the third. We'll continue to keep you updated there. But, hey, let's step aside as uh, we need to squeeze in a break. We'll return right after this here on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. EAB Jonesboro is looking for team members in our sales department, and we are offering a $2,000 signing bonus. EAB Jonesboro is the most listened to multimedia group in Northeast Arkansas, including K-Fine, KISS, The Wolf, The Ticket Radio Network, KBTM News Talk, and Bob FM, plus our amazing digital products. If you have media sales experience, apply today. Or if you don't have media sales experience, apply and convince us why you are the person for the job. Send your resume to Lori at eabjonesboro.com that's l-o-r-i-e at eabjonesboro.com and get your future moving in the right direction plus get a two thousand dollar signing bonus if hired become part of the largest media group in the state apply today eab jonesboro is an equal opportunity employer Central Ford in Truman is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. Central has a great selection of pre-owned vehicles now on the lot, including Raptors, Bronco Sports, Mustang GTs, and more. And now get a 90-day, 4,000-mile comprehensive warranty on all make and models of pre-owned vehicles. See dealer for details. Central Ford is Central Satisfaction. Just off I-555 at exit 29 in Truman and online at centralfordtruman.com. Ah, summer, the season of outdoor adventures, cookouts, and soaking up the sun. But who's keeping your business running smoothly? Introducing Calmer Solutions, your reliable managed service provider that's here to make your summer worry-free. Our team of experts handle your technology challenges with precision and care. Hey, I think my laptop just crashed. Never fear, Calmer Solutions is here. Wow, they fixed it so quickly. Thanks, Calmer Solutions. From business phone systems to help desk, we've got you covered. Call for a free consultation, 870-454-HELP, or go to calmersolutions.com. Get your ride knockout pre again with TKO Mobile Detail. Cody at TKO Mobile Detail will come to you, and he'll bring a clean that you haven't seen since your ride was brand new. There's no need to get out and fight the traffic. TKO Mobile Detail comes to you. TKO offers everything from a wash and rinse all the way up to a full inside-out detail. From motorcycles to big rigs, TKO will knock you out with how clean your ride will be. Call Cody at TKO for a free estimate. 870-284-2524. That's 870-284-2524. The Beach Grill on Kazi. The place to go to meet up with friends for great food and a great time is closed for renovation until further notice. We look forward to seeing you soon at the Beach Grill on Kazi. Great food, fun times. Jim's Pawn Shop in Jonesboro wants to help you with your stress about paying bills by giving you top dollar for all of your gold and silver jewelry or coins. Deal with local people who will be there for you this week and the next. Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland has been in business for over 25 years and is known for the best loan terms in the area. Jim's will give you money on almost anything of value. You'll find a large selection of items at price to help your budget. Diamonds, musical instruments, video games, hunting gear, electronics, inventory changes daily. Visit Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland in Jonesboro. Voted best to the best six years in a row. 
anywhere, anytime, any season. Poinsett Turf Grass Company grows the very best natural grass you can find anywhere. And they do it right here in Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's Tahoma 31 Bermuda, Palisades Zoysia, Northbridge Bermuda, or Tiffway 419 Bermuda, Poinsett Turf Grass can provide sod for your home, corporate office, sports field, or an entire golf course. And they harvest all year long. Poinsett Turf Grass, a family-owned company for over 20 years. Call 578-2391 for pickup and delivery. Visit their Facebook page and at PoinsettTurfGrass.com. People from all over the country travel to Arkansas to experience its natural beauty. We even market ourselves as the natural state. Our natural landscapes not only make this state an exciting place to visit, but a wonderful place to live, too. Not to mention the positive impact nature tourism has on our economy. Litter is unsightly. Do your part. Never litter. And if you see litter on the ground, pick it up. Visit KeepJonesBroughBeautiful.com to find an upcoming event. This message is brought to you by East Arkansas Broadcasters, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association, Keep Jonesboro Beautiful, and Keep Arkansas Beautiful. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Rolling uh, right on along. Here on the Workday Red Zone, Karen Ryan with you, 9303776. Unfortunately, no no additional way to bribe you to listen today. Uh, we'll table that some more until tomorrow when we'll give away some more salsas and gift cards. But in the meantime, you know, you can just call us up and chat on the Right Fiber Hotline brought to you by Ritter Communications, bringing you the right speed at the right price right now. You can check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. Of course, there is the option on the table to weigh in on the KavanaughCars.com question as we are asking you today uh, for either one. Uh, for an answer for either one of these or both, what's the best trade your team ever made? What is the worst trade your team ever made? I would be lying through my teeth if I said I knew of a significant trade that uh, contributed to a Stanley Cup win last night for the Golden Knights. I'm just so out of the loop on on hockey. Uh, but I did watch the final 10 or so minutes of that game uh, because Hockey just to me, hockey has cooler traditions than just about any other sport, especially when it comes to the way they handle their championships, the playoffs, some of the other things that go into those those games. Um, I am, as I've mentioned numerous times, I'm a fair weather hockey fan. So when the Blues are really good, I'm all about it. And when the Blues are not, I struggle to tell you a single major storyline that's going on around the NHL. But again, I did watch that game last night. Uh, the Golden Knights just pummeled the Panthers. That final there was nine to three. Um, I do know I know I do know enough about hockey to be able to tell you that nine goals is a boatload of goals. Uh, but that was actually the city of Las Vegas's first ever major sports championship. Kind of a cool nugget. Uh, the Knights were able to win the Stanley Cup in just their sixth season. So that's the fastest team to win a title in the NHL's modern history. But then, of course, uh, after the game was over, I stuck around for the Stanley Cup presentation because there is just there is no cooler trophy in sports. There is no cooler presentation in sports. You know, when when a team wins uh, an NBA title, like we just saw a couple nights ago with the Nuggets or an NFL title, you always have the commissioner of, of whatever league up there talking to the owner and the owner is the one who gets that first opportunity to lift the trophy into the sky. But that's not the case with the NHL and the Stanley Cup. 
the very first guy who gets to touch that trophy is the captain of the winning team. And then after that, the captain, you know, hands it off to whoever they they deem is next and everybody gets to do a lap with it and it is just, it is super cool. The trophy presentation is cool. The fact that all of the players uh, get to spend a day with the cup. I mean, the cup goes on tour. Uh, it's It's so neat. You know, you add in the Stanley Cup stuff with the fact that there was also a hat trick last night. So you got five games, five minutes left in that game, maybe less than that. Everybody's throwing their hats out there because the guy had a hat trick. And it was just really, really neat all around. Uh, that being said, if you know any Miami th- fans, if you have any Miami fans in your life, maybe just uh, be kind to them this week. Be be Kind of handle them with kid gloves, I guess. Uh, Keep them in your thoughts. Keep them in your prayers. Because Miami fans suffered not one, but two gentlemen sweeps in the span of about 24 hours. Of course, we saw the the Nuggets uh, knock out the Heat back on Monday night, four games to one. And then now uh, the Knights knocking out the Panthers, four games to one with that series ending, ending last night. So... Be kind, be kind to <laughs> Miami sports fans because because uh, they need it. it. It is a tough row right now. Of course, that wraps up just a, a lot of the, the pro sports conversations for the most part. Uh, there's still a lot coming up in, in the NBA. Uh, we're going to see free agency talk, trade talk come up. Of course, you've got uh, the FIBA teams that are going to assemble as well uh, as as folks are trying to figure that out. And uh, if you live in the Denver area, which I'd be stunned you'd be streaming us from there, but if you do, hey, thanks. That's pretty cool. Uh, you got a parade to go to tomorrow. Tomorrow is Nuggets Parade Day in Denver. They're expecting hundreds of thousands of people to flood downtown for the festivities, which makes sense. The Nuggets have never got to do one of these before. So starting at, at 10 a.m. their time, They are going to have their parade. Before that, they're going to have their pre-rally. These events are going to happen rain or shine. Then at noon, they'll have uh, special appearances and performances. And, of course, uh, they've got their maps all online and things like that for all of the fans to to get ready for that. And I'm certainly interested to see sights and sounds from that parade because they're all pretty hilarious i really understand i'm interested in seeing what what Jokic is going to be like at the parade because every time i hear nikola Jokic talk and every time i read some of his quotes i have to remind myself that he is an nba player because again he just always sounds so tired and so worn down if you didn't know any better when you read some of his quotes sometimes instead of thinking that that he is an nba star it makes you, it, he always sounds like he is like a father of six who just completed back-to-back-to-back 16-hour shifts at the factory, and now he's just so ready to go home. That's what all of his quotes sound like. It kind of strikes me almost as funny that I, I don't, when you, when you read his quotes, he doesn't really sound like somebody who loves basketball. He's just somebody that happens to be very, very, very good at it. It, it never-endingly cracks me up 
So I am very intrigued to see, you know, how much celebrating he's going to do. If he's going if, if to have a good time, get a little loose, or if he's just going to be old man Jokic on the float <laughs> that, like, sits down half the way through because he's tired of waving at the crowd. I don't know. I don't know. Surely, surely he'll be in good spirits for that tomorrow, you would, you would certainly think. Uh, but uh, I, I look forward to seeing, you know, videos and, and pictures on social media from the festivities tomorrow in Denver. Hey, uh, let's step aside here. We need to take another break. And also uh, earlier today, as part of our Calmer Solutions update, uh, A-State update, we had some audio that we were sharing with you from A-State men's basketball coach Brian Hodson. Well, there's a couple clips we didn't share. One, one because we, we ran out of time a little bit, but also I did ask him about, you know, his analytical approach to A-State hoops. And this was a lengthy, lengthy, lengthy answer, so we kind of pushed it back for later on in the program. But but we're going we're gonna to talk a little little stats, a little data when we come back to the next segment. So, you know, get your math face on. That's what we'll get to when we return here on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Now's the time to save at Central Buick GMC, where you can get rates as low as 0.9 for 36 months on 2023 GMC Sierras with approved credit. And the new redesigned 2024 GMC Heavy Duty Sierras are now arriving. Central Buick GMC has one of the best selections of new Buick and GMC vehicles in the area. And as always, a huge selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs ready to go. Central Buick GMC on Parker Road in Jonesboro and online at centralbuickgmc.com. Nobody beats a central deal. Boris Kitchen and Bath at 5412 Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro is Northeast Arkansas's premier kitchen and bath contractor. Let Boris Kitchen and Bath bring their skill, passion, and love of design to your new or existing home. Dedicated to your complete satisfaction, Boris Kitchen and Bath will turn your dream design into reality. The latest trends and designs with over 70 years of experience. Visit them at VorsKitchenandBath.com or call 268-0665 to schedule a free estimate with Gerald or Michael. Boris Kitchen and Bath, your kitchen, your bath, their passion. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones. And make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery, all done in 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. Hytrol's mission is to create material handling technology and relationships that move the world. You see the mission statement being lived out pretty much everywhere at Hytrol. It's a pretty unique mission in that there's a greater purpose in it. Think about the idea of moving the world Everything that we use in our day-to-day lives, that our families use, everything is impacted by the work that we do at Hytrol. 
and so there's a bigger purpose there. Become a part of the Hytrol family. Visit careers.hytrol.com. Mid-South Auto Service has been a staple on G Street in Jonesboro for over 38 years. At Mid-South Auto Service, their goal is to offer honest and accurate service for their customers. Is your vehicle clinking or clunking? Or maybe it's squeaking and squilling? Then Mid-South Auto Service is your source for mechanical diagnosis. For oil changes, brake service, or complete engine repair, there's Mid-South Auto. Call 870-935-4155 today for an appointment or drop by the shop at 909 South G Street in Jonesboro. Great service and honest work. That's Mid-South Auto Service. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas is striving to make life easier for all their banking customers by introducing a brand new way to control your Visa debit card. With the My Card Rules mobile app, you can turn your debit card on or off with the push of a button, set limits on spending and transaction types, see recent transactions, customize alerts, and so much more. Existing customers can download the free My Card Rules app today in the Apple app or Google Play Store. We're giving you the power to take control of your card at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. Member FDIC. There's nothing quite like seeing a baseball crushed over the fence when the Red Wolves are on the diamond. Crushing the hood of your car is a different story. Collision Repair in Jonesboro knows the hassle that a wreck or fender bender causes in our day-to-day lives. You need to be back in your vehicle fast and don't have time to keep taking it back in the shop for missed details. Collision Repair is committed to delivering quality work in a timely manner so you can be back on the road fast. Get your vehicle fixed right the first time. Call Collision Repair at 935-9482. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Workday Red Zone, Kara and Ryan still hanging out. Uh, we'll table the phone calls for just a moment. As we finish up sharing some audio with you from Arkansas State men's basketball coach Brian Hodson. Again, he did a Q&A session with the media on Monday. And, and typically, I, I can't think of the last time I've shared, if, if ever, I've shared every single comment from a coach during a a press conference, but I feel like that's almost what we've done with, with all of these comments that Brian Hodson said. Now, a big reason for that is because we're all sitting, still getting to know him as a fan base, right? So so anything you can learn about at this point in time is is super helpful. Um, of course, if you go back to yesterday, we've heard him speak on the, you know, the, the players that were arrested, how he plans to handle discipline. We've heard him talk about the construction of the roster. We've heard him talk about the recruiting process for Darian Ford today. He talks scheduling. Uh, bringing in <laughs> assistance from Alabama. But but there's one thing that he's mentioned in what feels like every press release and some of his other comments as well that we nece- haven't necessarily done a deep dive on yet. And there's still, I still have more questions about this particular topic, but he frequently, frequently references analytics in how he uses numbers to evaluate players, evaluate his team, and how he's going to use analytics to to make this A-State program better. Now, analytics is is so broad, right? I mean, at its, it, it, at its simplest, it's advanced statistics. So it's such a broad topic. It can apply to so many different things. And I ask Coach Hodson a little bit of a, a broad question. <laughs> how, how are you going to use analytics basically to, to make this team better? And because it is a broad question, he gave us a lengthy, 
lengthy answer, but here's what he had to say about how he used analytics to shape this team and how he's going to use analytics to make this team better. We had seven scholarships to fill. Um, so it, analytics does factor into that, though. Um, and, and we, you know, each guy we brought in here, every single transfer, uh, we took an analytic uh, uh, approach to it. We evaluated them analytically, their efficiency on both sides of the ball, um, shot geography. Uh, we, we have to make sure that these guys fit into uh, the, the type of basketball that we want to play. Uh, so I think you'll see uh, that this group does. Um, I think we were very successful. We didn't, we didn't miss on many guys this spring uh, because we targeted guys that, you know, we really thought could help us and, and, and would benefit us. And then we also, you know, targeted, uh, you know, needs, not necessarily just out trying to recruit the best basketball player, but positional needs. Uh, so I think you'll notice we have a pretty deep backcourt um, you know, the way we play, the tempo we play, it's, it's guard-oriented basketball, uh, so we're pretty guard-heavy. Um, and analytically, uh, Carol, what we've done is um, today, being our first day, getting into some film, um, we talked about how we wanted to play on both sides of the ball. And something that you'll hear from us often uh, is on the offensive side of the, of the basketball, we want to play with space and pace. Um, you know, that's, that's our general philosophy. On the defensive side of the basketball, um, we want to we want to be the opposite. We want to shrink and disrupt. That's our, our two words on that side of the ball. So shrink the ball for our, our opponent and be disruptive uh, defenders uh, on that side of the ball. So it's really, um, you know, getting getting them to understand that. And then the next step Kara, is is really getting them to understand shot selection and shot geography, expected point values on shots, uh, what points per possession are points per shot expected. Uh, th those, those things are, are where we're heading next, uh, but, but that doesn't happen overnight. Everybody loves the floater, the runner, and the mid-range jumper um, because they, they watch it on TV all the time. It's not exactly uh, an efficient shot, um, and there is a time and a place for it. Don't get me wrong, uh, but getting to, getting to understand, uh, getting the guys to understand uh, where our, our, our shots that we want to take come from and why we want them to come from there. And all analytics is data driven, right? Um, you know, that's that's the base of analytics. So what we'll do over the course of the next eight weeks is we'll stat every single shot we take in practice. Um, and we watch film every day. And so when our guys, you know, four weeks in, they'll be able to look at their shot geography and it'll tell them, you know, hey, you shoot 32% on, on you know, pull up twos. You know, that's 0.64 points per possession. You're losing every single basketball game you play at 0.64 points per possession. And and then they can understand why we're asking them uh, to tighten up their shot selection. And and it's really, we back everything with numbers. Yeah. Lengthy answer. But there's going to be, basically, to sum up what he just said, there's going to be a lot of numbers, a lot of data used that to evaluate this team and to make this team better. I'm, I'm glad he and his staff are doing the math and, and not me. <laughs> one more uh, one more clip I want to share with you um, from Coach Brian Hodson. Again, we've heard, um, well, we know as, as fans that there is a genuine excitement about this team. It seemed like with every commit that he brought in in the offseason, the buzz got just, uh, it, it grew. It grew a little bit more. And while we're still waiting to see the schedule and, and some other things to finalize our plans for 23-24, he did see that, hey, there, there definitely has been an increased interest in season tickets and, and people getting ready to come out and support this squad. Yeah. I, you know what I've, um, I have, we have, um, and unless, uh, 
unless people are lying to me <laughs> when I, when I'm out and about around town and I go out to dinner or I stop in a store. Um, I, I can't tell you the amount of people that came up and said, coach, uh, we haven't had season tickets for the last X amount of years. We gave them up, uh, for whatever the reason may be, but we're back and we bought season tickets. And so, um, I haven't, you know, emailed anybody to ask what the season ticket number is, but uh, based on public response, I would think that we're heading in the right direction there. Uh, and now that we've got our roster complete and uh, looking to finalize our schedule here shortly, we'll be making a push uh, out in the community and, and continuing to try to draw people in. And um, it's a big deal. It's a big deal for these young men. It's a big deal uh, for this university and this program is to, to put people in those seats. Um, and I'm, I'm going to promise I'm going to do my best to, to get quality home games here um, in, in Jonesboro. And uh, when, when you do that, you need people here to support and to make this a tough atmosphere to play in. So, um, you know, for those of you that listen to this and don't have season tickets, uh, you know, thanks for opening the door, Jeremy, and allowing us to, to uh, throw a little, um, a little ad out there. But we would love to have you um, and, and sign up. And, and I think the guys would appreciate it. And uh, we're going to give you a product on the floor that I think that you'll be proud of. Again, that was A-State men's basketball coach Brian Hodson. We mentioned yesterday that uh, A-State had been out and about doing some work in the community. Saw some pictures today from the uh, Twitter account there of the guys out with City Youth Ministries. So that's one of the things they've been doing since they all reported to Jonesboro and got things up and rolling. So look forward to following this team's progress in the summer and then, of course, uh, getting ready, getting ready, uh, still a few months away from this, to see the schedule and, and see what the slate is going to look like for, for A-State. Uh, since we've already been talking, you know, data and math and analytics and numbers, I want to throw some more numbers at you uh, before we go to break and numbers of a different sort. I tweeted this out earlier, but this is a report I, I am interested in every single year. Every single year, USA Today puts out a NCAA finances report and goes through and looks at and ranks the budgets of Division I programs across the country. And, of course, I, I'd like to see where, where A-State clocks in, how they compare, how the Red Wolves compare with their peers and, and, and things like that. And uh, A-State, uh, these numbers, by the way, run from July 1 of 2022 to June 30th of 2023 because the calendar in athletics and in academics does not run January, December. It runs July to June. So, again, this is for data that's actually from last year, but it tells us that A-State's budget ranks 107th overall, and that number is $32,376,000 uh, $376,515. And I know, I know really quickly this is just going to sound like a blur of numbers. So I encourage you to hit the links and, and check out the rankings and things yourself. Um, since this data cuts off June 30th to 2022, it does not include the newcomers in the Sun Belt, but uh, A-State ranked 8 out of 12 teams in terms of Sun Belt budgets during that time frame. I'm not done looking at this data. Because there's always interesting things you can you can find out. Um, it it has different criteria that that not criteria that it necessarily evaluates programs, but it has different numbers that that are listed. So you can look at a state's total revenue for the year, but then it also breaks it down into ticket sales, contribution, rights and licensing, student fees, school funds, and of course the all encompassing and incredibly mysterious other category but 
A-State's budget numbers are still pretty interesting. This is actually for the Red Wolves, the lowest reported overall budget since 2015. So that sounds ominous, right? Well, then at the same time, it's still the sixth highest budget that A-State Athletics has ever had. So this program is still at a, a wildly different place than it was 2015 or back in the, the early 2010s. Ticket sales, by the way, during this reported time were about even. Contributions were a little bit down, but still significantly higher than they than they had been prior to 2015. Rights and licensing are, are numbers that stay fairly the same. Student fee revenue was a little bit up. School fund revenue a little bit down. And I would love to know what all goes in the other category, but I, I have no idea. All kinds of stuff, potentially. You can also look at, uh, of course, part of having a, a budget is being able to balance the budget. So not only does it tell you the revenue, but uh, you can also click around and look at the expenses. Of course, some of that includes uh, coaching and staff salaries, scholarships, facilities, and overhead. And then, of course, that great category of, of other. <laughs> but, uh, but, but if you like looking at those numbers, if you find that interesting at all, and again, I do. Maybe you don't, but but I do. I like to look at those numbers. It's from USA Today. So you can just go to USA Today Sports, or even if you Google NCAA budgets, uh, it should direct you quite uh, right to it. I know a lot of stuff from USA Today is behind a paywall, but I think, I think, heavy emphasis there that this is something that, that anybody and everybody could access. So if you like to look at those numbers, knock yourself out. Uh, if we have any more information about that data, then we'll go through and, and discuss it tomorrow as well. But hey, let's go ahead and step aside. We've got one more break to take, so let us do so. We'll come back, get one last look at uh, at this Cardinals game and see what else is going on before we call it a wrap on a Wednesday Workday Red Zone. Keep it with us on the ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Join the St. Bernard's Advocates for the 2023 Triple Swing, living in the land of the Delta Blues. Events kick off on Friday, June 23rd with a dinner and dance at the St. Bernard's Auditorium featuring Keith Johnson and the Big Muddy Band. Triple Swing is excited to introduce Pickleball at Ridgepoint Country Club on Monday, June 26th. Also, the annual golf tournament will take place Monday and Tuesday, June 26th and 27th. Join in the fun for a great cause. All proceeds go toward the addition of a new surgical suite at St. Bernard's. Central Chevrolet Cell Celebrates America, and they invite you to do the same. Central Chevrolet is giving away 500 flags. Stop by and pick up a free yard flag while supplies last. Celebrate America with Central Chevrolet on Stadium in Jonesboro. Play it against sports wants to pay you money. <laughs> Now that I have your attention. Planning in Sports in Jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment. You heard me right. If you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used, bring it to Planning in Sports now. They're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment, golf, weights and workout equipment, disc golf, you name it. Planning in Sports can turn it into cash for you. Go buy Planning in Sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. Lose weight the healthy way with medication-assisted weight loss at Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. 
See, losing weight doesn't have to be hard. You don't have to starve yourself. You don't have to spend your whole day eating bars and drinking shakes. Elite Total Health has a trusted medical team in place that's going to help you lose weight in a safe and effective way. Elite Total Health has helped patients lose over 6,600 pounds and counting. See, Elite Total Health is medication-assisted weight loss delivered by a team that customizes a plan to fit your life and your goals. So by now, you've probably heard about semaglutide, the celebrities and the influencers, they all talk about it. See, semaglutide can lead to dramatic weight loss. And Elite Total Health has semaglutide and multiple other weight loss medication options that will help you lose weight. Start your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. Call 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. Get started today with Elite Total Health. Find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. Hey y'all, Matthew Cox here at Cox Implement. Get ready to take control of your outdoor space with the best equipment out there. We carry the industry-leading brands, including Bad Boy, Xmark, Ferris, and Altos, all under one roof. Our massive inventory means we can make deals that no one else can match, bringing you the best prices on the toughest zero turns on the market. We're your headquarters for zero turns in Northeast Arkansas, so don't settle for less. Come to Cox Implement. Cox Implement, equipment you can count on, people you can trust. More homes are using metal roofing than ever before. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies in Truman is offering discount prices to the public and has everything you need to install your metal roof. A roof from Discount Metal Roofing Supplies is built to last much longer than asphalt shingles going 40 to 60 years and beyond. Plus, it gives you durability to the elements and in the long run is going to save you money. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies, 200 West Main, Building 39 in Truman. And call 870-418-0790. It's a summer of savings at car today car today is offering you a great selection of clean dependable cars trucks vans and suvs bad credit no credit bankruptcy no problem because at car today we know that bad things happen to good people and that's why we want to help you build your credit with one of our carfax verified vehicles all of our vehicles come with our peace of mind package included free warranty free oil changes debt protection sales tax financed available and satisfaction guaranteed that's right if you're not happy with your purchase within five days you can return the vehicle stop by car today this summer and see how you really can buy here and pay you Plus, when 10 people you refer buy a vehicle from us, we will pay off yours. For the best deals this summer on late model, low mileage, cars, trucks, and SUVs, get to Car Today. Buy today at Car Today, 3404 Stadium, or online at neacartoday.com. Car Today, we'll ride today, because we just say yes. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Home stretch here on the Workday Red Zone. Last call on the KavanaughCars.com question. What's the best trade your team ever made? Or what is the worst trade your team ever made? You could weigh in on either one or both. Van weighs in on Twitter. Worst, Christy Mathewson for a washed up Amos Rusi. Worst, uh, I, I will forever be salty about the Marcella Zuna trade. You <laughs> traded Ozuna for not one but two Cy Youngs, which is a possibility with the way Zach Gallon has been pitching. Yeah, I just don't know if I'm ever going to get out of my feelings about that one. But um, 
we'll we'll see. That question brought to you by our friends at CapitalCars.com. Not just a great place to buy a vehicle, but one to sell a vehicle as well. Um, and just dealing with trying to sell things on social media where you never know if, well, first off, you never even know if you're talking to a real person, right? It could be a scammer. It could be a spammer. You're going to try and, and sell a vehicle for 18 grand and somebody is going to offer you 800 bucks and their old used riding lawnmower. And why in the world would you put yourself through trying to haggle in a situation like that? If you sell it to Kavanaugh, I mean, that's, it's, it's so much easier. When you head to the website, KavanaughCars.com, right across the top of the page, you're going to see a banner that says, We Buy Cars, Click Here Now. And so that's exactly what you're going to do. You fill in just a little bit of information so they can reach out to you about that vehicle. And then the next thing you know, you're going to be dropping off that ride at Kavanaugh, and they're going to give you a check. After that, what do you do? You go to the bank and cash it. And you got money for your ride uh, just like that. So again, KavanaughCars.com is where you need to deal with that instead of <laughs> instead of on social media. Looking at uh, the Cardinals one more time here, as they are leading the Giants now five to two in the middle of the six. It was not a good start on the day for Cardinal pitcher Jordan Montgomery. Again, just just one of those fluky first innings where nobody really had any any kind of hard hit damage. And in fact, there were even a couple of infield singles in the frame. But but he surrendered two first inning runs to the Giants and you're just kind of sitting there if you're a Cardinals fan just just SMH right SMDH Uh, but since then he rallied in fact at one point in time he retired 16 straight after giving up those two runs Uh, finally you know this inning he has allowed a walk and a single so the runner so the Giants do have runners on on first and third uh, with a couple away in the top of the six so they they could threaten there but actually I say as soon as I say that uh, the batter that was at the plate fouled out so it's actually the middle of the six so uh, Montgomery escapes that damage there he's going to be able to record a quality start today and we'll see if the Cardinals can add to the scoreboard coming up at the bottom of the six the big hit today came courtesy Tommy Ed who hit a second inning grand slam to help the Cardinals retake the lead, and they have not relinquished it yet. So again, 5-2 right now, bottom of the six. Cardinals leading the Giants in that series finale. And the Cardinals sure do need it with their four-game losing streak. They have now dropped to 14 games under 500. Goodness gracious, let's switch topics. (laughs) When we come back tomorrow... We're going to be sprinkling in, well, probably some golf updates as the U.S. Open is going to be getting underway in the morning at the L.A. Country Club. In fact, uh, at 8.45 our time is when they're going to be teeing off Omar Morales, uh, the first guy on tap tomorrow, followed by Dion, last name I cannot pronounce, out of South Africa, and then Jacob Solomon as well. Interesting that uh, Omar Morales kind of gets to, to bat lead off. He is actually an amateur. And he is a sophomore at UCLA. But if you're looking at all of the guys in this field who are familiar with that course, uh, he's going to rank right up there. Right up there. I bet he's played that course a ton. So uh, an opportunity there for perhaps an amateur to, to go out and make their mark early. That being said, Scotty Scheffler, your, your betting favorite. That's, that's going to be uh, the guy who is expected to win. Uh, I saw the betting favorites earlier. Scheffler was... was uh, was way out in front. Uh, I've already forgotten who had the second best odds to win, and I think at third was Brooks Kepka. So a fun event to follow there 
as we've got a major to keep tabs on over the next few days. Kind of what I want to know is if we're going to have in this U.S. Open a Michael Block type of guy, some guy that comes out of nowhere and has an incredible run. And if we do, if we do, I want that guy to be Barry Henson. Barry Henson's an Uber driver, set for his first major appearance after qualifying for the U.S. Open. He has taxied some 3,000 rides in the Palm Springs area. And now he's going to get to be teeing off at the L.A. Country Club for the U.S. Open. He is ranked the 444th uh, golfer in the world. (laughs) But he was able to shoot 7-under to clinch the second of four available spots from a 67-player qualifying field. So that's that's who I'm cheering on. Barry Henson, Uber driver. Look forward to those updates tomorrow. Hey, that's a wrap uh, on today's program, though. Appreciate all of you who called and commented and texted and tweeted and, and all that stuff to help us make it through. Help us make it through a Wednesday. Hope you keep it right here. The Dan Patrick Show is on the way next, and that's going to be followed by The Drive with Kate Carlton at 3 o'clock. Have it here in the morning for the front row with Budro at 7. RWRC Radio with JC will come your way at 10. Ryan and I will be back tomorrow at noon. So for Ryan, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great day. Sweet baby, I need